Alright everybody, welcome back to a new episode. Today I'm going to talk about being born again. And I'm not actually going to tell you about being born again so much as how Jesus explained about being born again in the New Testament when he was explaining it to Nicodemus. Period. I know that all of us know that story. And as we continue to understand the concept of being born again and being brought new into this world, that it's not just a concept of being born or baptized. It's a concept of becoming a new person and living for Christ. In one of the psalm that uh, King David was saying is that he actually expressed that he has sinned more than the hairs on his head. And as he sinned, these many, many sins, we come to realize that King David was going in and he was expressing all his sorrow, all his depression, every single thing that he felt that he let God down. And what did he do is he opened his heart up to God and he said, I am sorry I did all this wrong and I need you. I need you. And this is before Jesus was walking the earth. This is back during the time of King David. As we go forward in this time period and we start seeing how King David was reacting to God and how he loves God, He wanted to almost, in my opinion, express that he is taking a sinner's prayer and he's trying to be born again. This isn't the sinner's prayer that people recite every time to be born again. He is pulling his own confession and his own testimony to God and saying, this is how evil I have been. This is the bad things I've done, I have sinned so many times I can't even count. I need you to forgive me. I love you, God. I want you in my life. I need you in my life. And as King David expresses all this, we go forward and we see that King David, he was truly a man after God's own heart. Even God has said that in the Bible. When we go from there, in Psalm 66, there's another verse. Psalm 66 is a very interesting verse. And the reason why I want to express this verse to you isn't exactly because I think that this psalm is like directly quoted for being like born again but there is a very interesting parallel to it and the parallel is what I want to show you so The whole point of this psalm is, in my opinion, to be molded. 
but not just molded as a person or anything, but you're going to be molded into Christ. This is going in, in Psalm 66. Make a joyful shout to God, all the earth. Sing out the honor of his name. Make his praise glorious. Say to God, how awesome are your works. Through the greatness of your power, your enemies shall submit themselves to you. All of the earth shall worship you and sing praises to you and they shall sing praises of your name come and see the works of god he is awesome in his doing toward the sons of men he turned the sea into dry land they went through the river on foot there we will rejoice in him. He rules by his power forever. His eyes observe the nations. Do not let the rebellious exalt themselves. Oh, blessed be our God, your peoples, and make the voice of all his praise be to be heard. He keeps our soul among the living. And does not allow our feet to be moved. For you, O God, have tested us. You have refined us as silver is refined. You brought us into the net. You laid affliction on our backs. You have caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. But you brought us out of rich fulfillment. There's more to that psalm as well. But that's the main point that I wanted to get to. The, the rest of it is usually um, him saying thanks and giving offerings and stuff like that. But... The reason why I wanted to express this is when you read it, he's giving joy to God's works and showing how awesome God is. <clears throat> then he's saying, as he goes forward, that the enemies will submit themselves to him and the earth shall worship him. And then, one of my favorite parts is they went through the river on foot and then as they continue he rules by his power forever and his eyes observe the nations do do not let the rebellious exalt themselves the rebellious or the lawless people in this world that wish to exalt themselves any kind of politician or any kind of person in power they are going to exalt themselves over other people they're going to slander and they're going to badmouth and they're not going to be a humble person they're not going to be the way christ wants people to be we can't expect anybody to be perfect and we can't expect anybody to ever match christ 
But what we do understand is his message in here. And his message is more than just what we know. His message, King David's message in this, is he saying that his eyes observe the nations. So many times that we understand the Jewish people or the Israelites feel themselves to be the chosen and exalted people beyond all nations. And that may be true because they were the first chosen. However, as we continue to look into this and we read the book of Jonah, Jonah is showing us that God's arm extends out even to his enemies. And even in King David's Psalm 66, he's saying he's observing all the nations. He's not just looking at Israel. He's looking at everyone. And then they say, You have refined us as silver is refined. When silver is refined, you find the ore. The ore probably has dirt and it's a little dirty on there. So you start brushing it off and you're trying to clean it, right? Now, there's some people that will take the ore and they'll put it in a box and just collect it and kind of forget about it. There's other people that put the work in. So, let me express it like this. The works of being refined is just like refining or giving your Holy Spirit and changing the way you are. When you were found, you were a dirty piece of ore. You're, you were hard. You are dirty and you are sinful. You do not have the ore is impure. But when you go to start refining it, clean it off and then you throw it into a fire. And as the ore starts to melt, you start noticing that the impurities in that ore are going to start dissolving away. As this silver ore starts to dissolve the impurities it starts to take a shape and you have to see how pretty it looks and how shiny it is now when you have that liquid silver all in there that comes down to what you are going to build with it God gave us free will and with the free will God gave us, we can choose what we want to do with this ore that we have. And for many people, they will use it to sell for money. And they'll look at monetary values. They'll make an idol with it. Or they'll do something that really doesn't call it. But then you have other people that want to take their ore and do something more spiritual with it. And they want to honor God. And as an analogy, I'm just going to use this as a cross. Because the cross is what Jesus died on for our salvation. So, you take that silver, that liquid silver, and you put it in a mold. 
and that mold is a cross and that cross is supposed to re represent Christ and the Holy Spirit and as you're in there and that's ore starts to harden up and everything over time you see it it becomes solid it starts looking nice it's a shiny solid block of a cross but because the ore is still hot you need to cool it off so you put that ore into the water and in the water you'll see the steam come out from it then you pull the the cross out and you look at it and you see it's shiny and you see it's new and you see that it was molded into what you wanted it to be we choose God and if we choose God and we follow Christ we're taking our spirit and we're taking it and we're saying Christ we need this to be yours we want to mold ourselves to you we want to be a part of you you are the image that we want to be we want to follow you after that it says that it when we went through fire and through water but you brought us out to rich fulfillment so when you go into that fire to be liquidized and you get taken out and then you get put into the water to cool off and become solid and good your ore has changed and when you come out as a new creature of God then you have reached a fulfillment a rich fulfillment the cross of silver people might want to sell because they think riches are they think their soul or selling their soul or giving up anything for money or for fame or for talent or for anything other than what God has already given you is worth more than their own spiritual salvation. But for us, we know that that cross that we have is just us molding ourselves take our spirit and mold it into Christ and as we mold our cross or our spirit into Christ we know that we are receiving the richest fulfillment of this entire world in heaven and earth that we have just fulfilled an inheritance to go to heaven with Christ as long as we follow him obey his commandments and love him through the grace that he has given us so are you ready to refine your soul are you ready to take that dirty ore that you have and you're ready to clean it cast it into a fire so it can become liquidized and then become forged anew into the mold of christ 
And if you are, I beg that you will go in and find the sinner's prayer and recite it, and you will become part of Christ. God bless you all, and have a great week.